Hey friends, hey family, it's Katherine Bleich with SovereignLiving.com and SovereignLiving.tv. I am hanging out in the house, tidying things up while Aliana takes a bubble bath. I'm peeking in on her from the hallway and Bill is playing with his train set. I just wrote a blog post about making your home a sanctuary and I wanted to do a quick little podcast about that. Something John and I learned from our midwife was the importance of making your home a sanctuary. And by sanctuary, I mean a space where you feel safe being yourself, having emotions, being creative, wearing what you want, when you want, doing what you want, when you want, and simply being free to live a life that makes your soul sing and brings you joy. So I believe that many of us do not have homes that are sanctuary like for us good job sis swimming in circles this could be because of the overabundance of stuff in our homes which happens in this throwaway society of cheap trinkets and lots of things this could be because we allow energy or people into our space that maybe we shouldn't or this could be because we're stuck in a routine and we simply haven't taken the time or energy to move that coffee table that people keep banging their knee on or to rearrange things to fit a better flow in our home so our midwife talked to us about creating a sanctuary and that meant a space that was clean that was not dirty and that would not cause problems for a newborn being brought into the world. It meant creating a space that was orderly. And this doesn't mean mess-free, but it means a space where people know where things go if they're out of space. And that there's a space and a home for every item that you own so that no one is left with a pile of junk and nowhere to put it. And it means especially when you have a new baby creating a cocoon for you and your family to bond and to become an intimate cohesive unit so the first four weeks of your young baby's life our midwife suggests that mom stays in bed and she stays down and you you have a, a tiered system with her program where you get up a little bit more each week this allows your uterus to heal in a position that is laying back in your body instead of falling forward she believes that many hysterectomies happen in our culture because women are on their feet immediately after they give birth so she, she, she suggests that mom stay in bed that infant baby stays in bed with mom and that dad and other children sort of cocoon in there they bed in with mom and baby and they spend as much time as possible in this intimate space and once that super cocoon type situation begins to let up and you find yourself getting into a more routine life with this new person in your space it's important to maintain a sanctuary in your home so that your children can grow up feeling safe being themselves having emotions and thriving so that they can become the most powerful and amazing human being that they can so that they're not held back by their environment 
So for John and I, this meant getting rid of all the clutter, all the things that we don't use. And I have a criteria that things in our home need to meet all three of these criteria. We have to use them, we have to love them, and they have to be in working order. So if we love it but it's broken, we're going to get rid of it. If we use it but we hate the way it works or we don't like the way it looks, we're going to pass that on, pay it forward, and find something else that better fits our needs. We have to use it, we have to love it, and it has to be in working order for it to stay in our home. Now, since we have moved into the apartment, I have not done a good job of this. And I'm looking around my house where there's this massive amount of stuff that I have no idea how it all got in here, and I'm in shock that we have so much stuff. And I'm gonna reignite the three criteria policy and I'm gonna do a weed out of our house. And that is gonna help me to bring my home back into a state of sanctuary. For us, this meant having art materials for our children because my daughter loves art, so does I. So do I. For me, it means having a space to write. I love to write, whether it's handwritten, journaling, or typing. I need a clear space. Usually for me, it's on the kitchen counter. I'm in the kitchen a lot. I'm cooking. I'm doing lots of projects in the kitchen. And I need a space where I can set my computer, where there's no dirt, no yuck, and I can type. Or that I can set down my notebook and write when I need to. Yeah, what happened? Choo-choo? Come show me. So, creating a sanctuary is really important in order to thrive. And we have done this, tried to maintain this, by keeping a space that is clutter-free, by keeping items that work for us and that we like. Cool choo-choo, Papa, I love it. And the third thing is by disallowing energetic frequencies that we are not in line with into our space. Our midwife suggests that you don't have house guests, that no one comes over and stays with you when you first have a new baby. Yes, people can come over and bring you food and do a chore or help you out in some way, but they are not to stay. They are not to bring any negativity. They are not to bring any drama. They are there to help and serve this new creature and to facilitate bonding between the parents, the other children, and this newborn baby. Ollie, you're a really good swimmer, my love. Now, we tried to create strong boundaries. We did really well with Aliana. When Bill was born, we allowed some close family friends to come stay with us. And it didn't work out very well. It threw off the vibe we were trying to create. John had spent three weeks with me cleaning out the house so that it was beautifully clean for the birth and the labor. And the birth and the labor were awesome. We did it in home. But then a family of four and all their pets came and stayed with us for multiple weeks. There was loud dogs barking during the time that I was trying to have quiet and zen. There were people everywhere. It was total chaos. There, was, there were animals peeing and pooping in John's studio when he was trying to work. And it just wasn't working. And we realized, aha, this is what our midwife was talking about. She said, do not let this happen because it sort of violates that sacred space that you're trying to create. Don't let other people into that space, not during the beginning of a new baby's life. And we did, and it, it was very stressful. Now, thankfully, you know, we don't hold you know, any sort of resentment. We don't harbor any, 
negativity about it. It was an urgent situation, and we were there to help. But moving forward with future children, I am going to create stronger boundaries to protect my sanctuary. And I am not going to let anybody else's problems come into my home. No matter the crisis, no matter the urgency, I want a sanctuary in my space. Now someone came to me asking for advice today with a very similar situation. They had allowed other people to come into their home. They moved into a new city. They were trying to be hospitable. They felt like it was the generous and right thing to do. And in the end, it left them feeling stressed and overburdened. And I really believe, as people who are trying to be peaceful parents, that creating a sanctuary is of utmost importance. And being good stewards and protectorates of that sanctuary should be our number one priority. So don't feel obligated to take care of anyone else, whether they are kin or lifelong friend or someone in urgent need. You. Do ha you have no obligation to anyone except your family, the family that you created. These children had no choice in the matter. They didn't choose to be born into this world. I mean, some people think differently, but you're the one who procreated. You're the one who brought a child into this world. Your obligation is to them and no one else. So I really believe that it is important for us to create sanctuary. Now for me, that doesn't mean my house has to be totally spotless. That does not mean that I don't want community. I love community. Swimming, baby. But for me and John, moving forward, we want to be on the same property as community, but we don't want to be within the same walls. We want our own. You're a great swimmer, Ollie. I'm watching. We want our own space, our own autonomy, our own privacy, and the ability to create the environment that we want. Because no one else is going to vibe on your exact frequency. Your family sort of becomes a cohesive unit. And when you add third parties into the mix, it throws it off. And we've had roommates. They've been great sometimes. They've been stressful sometimes. But no matter what type of roommate they are, John and I have realized that we are happiest when we live alone as a family. Because there's not an audience there when we're having conversations at night. Because we have privacy. Because we have alone time. So I just wanted to briefly talk about creating a sanctuary in your home in terms of the stuff you have and the people and energy that you bring in. For us, we have to love it. We have to use it. It has to be in working order. And from this point forward, we want to live alone. We want our own walls, our own boundaries, our own sanctuary. That doesn't mean we're not going to help people. That doesn't mean we're not going to be there for them. But it means that we really thrive when we have our own space. So, I'm curious, what do you do to create a sanctuary in your home? We want art. We want games. We want fun. That's what we bring into our home. What do you bring into yours? Let me know. Leave a comment on the Facebook. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. Leave a comment on the blog post I just wrote on SovereignLiving.com. I hope you have a really great day. This is Catherine Bleich with SovereignLiving.com, SovereignLiving.tv, and TheBitMom.com. Peace, love, and Sovereign Living.